Mace Windu. Dead or alive? We don't know. We thought we knew. But now we don't know. But we do know that Samuel L. Jackson wants him to very much be alive. But it's not up to him. It's also not up to us. But we're still going to talk about it and give our takes. Welcome, everybody. This is the Resistance Broadcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is our discussion show. I'm John. Uh, if you're new to the show, nice to meet you. Also with me, Lacey and James. Uh, so this is not new to Star Wars. We're going to talk about it later in our main discussion. We obviously have stuff we're going to get into beforehand. But man, uh, Star Wars is really into undeading people, James. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's that crazy, honestly. We'll get into it a little bit later, but... If you start looking at all the people who actually have been kind of considered dead and then brought back to life, it's not as many as you might think. No, right. Yeah. Lacey, would, if you were a Star Wars character and died, would you be happy if they were like, guess what? You're not dead. Or would you be like, eh? Yeah, paycheck. Give me damn money. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, who if would it, say if, no oh, to I don't want to come back? Like, I mean, except oh, Adam from Driver. From an actor's perspective, you're saying. Adam yeah. Driver's uh, like, nah, I'm dead. I was saying if you dead. were a if you were a character and had like this big huge death and we'll I guess we'll get into it later but just point blank if you had a big huge death they'd be like guess what you're not dead would you be like ah, I want the death or would you be like bring me back bring me back all right always She's back baby all right <laughs> uh something else is back baby and James is going to tell us exactly what that is I fear nothing for all this as the force wills it. The thing that is back is Will of the Force. And uh, as we do every week, we before we really get into Will of the Force, we like to take a second to talk about Patreon. And that is, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you're part of the resistance, right? Uh, we would hope that you might consider possibly supporting TRB by joining our Patreon, because we work really hard on it, to be honest with you. Uh, everything we do is just by the... Th three of us so the support really allows us to keep doing the show and keep growing and uh adding to what we've been doing in in the past so it's easy to join if you want to go over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast you can check out the tiers which just start at two dollars that's it like the uh better off dead gif two dollars right the kid with the newspapers <laughs> love it i saw it on twitter recently and i was like i forgot about that All movie i, about I love it the geico commercial where he's like gotcha dollar so it's like <laughs> yeah, that yeah. but he's got two dollars on the fish hook yeah right uh love the two dollars but <laughs> just just two dollars a month immediately grants you access to all the bonus episodes and videos and the commentaries that we've done on all the movies thus far um there's so much more that's going on there though so if you want to check it out um you can uh you know head over there and and subscribe or get get involved and and keep moving up the ranks if you feel you, you want to um mm -hmm. to our current past and future supporters on patreon from the three of us thank you very much um let's go ahead and get into will of the force though this is a fan favorite segment and part of that is is because the fans you guys the listeners can be involved patreon support is uh involved here as they get to submit questions and get a chance to be on the show so our first one is from commander uh sydney squared uh commander sydney squared asked this question they wanted to know will we visit a jedi temple in the Kenobi series. Lacey, I'm starting with you on this one. What are your thoughts on the possibility of us going to a Jedi temple in this six episode run? I, I want to say yes, because I'd like to see it, but I'm going to say no, because I think they, I keep going back to this. Like there's so much that's got to go on in these six episodes 
that I don't know why he would need to go to a Jedi temple. I think that, you know, he's got to deal with the Inquisitors. He's got to deal with Vader. He's got to help Luke and all this other stuff. Why would he head to a, a temple? Um, and I can't really think of a logical explanation to why. So I'm going to say no. Hmm. All right, John, what are your thoughts? I think that the temple's coming to him because I think with Qui-Gon visiting him is sort of that experience and who knows, maybe even Yoda. Um, but I also think they want to be cautious, um, especially, you know, we touched on this a bit Monday about, you know, the Kenobi series being too familiar to other stories they're telling. Mm -hmm. um, them being cautious with, you know, the noble Jedi um you know, getting older and, and trying to get back to roots and stuff, a little too familiar with Luke and Last Jedi type stuff. So I think they're going to stay away from that realm and keep Obi-Wan on his singular mission, which is got to protect these kids. I don't need to learn about what it is to be a Jedi. I don't need to learn the Force. I got all that. I, I'm reaching the end of the line here and I have one mission. And so, and it's not going back to school and, and, connecting with the history of the jedi it's protecting these kids i have the tools now it's just right believing again re-engaging and protecting these kids so i'm gonna say no yep um actually i'm with both of you for all of the those exact reasons that you guys said like i think it's a six run series they're trying to keep it short and sweet uh, as cool as it would be to see him go and revisit i feel like that's sidestepping um we have the the volume and sets for television it, it, you know as much as you want it to be this big thing it's still this television production and they're trying to stay on a budget so our it looks like our big pieces are going to be Tatooine and this other city so adding like a third location because there's no Jedi temple on Tatooine let's just assume and I don't know a Jedi temple in a big populated city type thing maybe I guess but it doesn't really feel the vibe if you will. Mm -hmm. So I don't see uh, a Jedi temple being on either one of those two places. So my thoughts are, uh, you already got the, the cave. You already got peaceful time for him to be alone. Uh, he's a Jedi master, like literally on the council. Like, I don't know why going back to the temple would have anything to do with John. You said that, like, you don't need to go back to school. Like, I think it all adds up as uh, there wouldn't be, wouldn't need to be one. Um, unless of course there's like another Jedi involved somehow i don't know we'll, we'll see but um but uh but that's that uh that that's a good one um i'm curious we got another will the force question though and this one again is coming from another patron of ours uh actually a new patron uh at the commander oh. level new commander uh scott lynch scott uh if you're listening scott. right now you're probably thinking like holy crap my question <laughs> they just said my name i've been listening now i don't know Dude, but thank uh, you and welcome scott yeah that's yeah. awesome <laughs> all right scott wanted to ask the question uh will we see any of these characters from the original trilogy in the Kenobi series. So he gave the list. John, you're going first, so listen closely. Are any of these characters showing up? Han, Chewie, Leia, Lando, R2, or C3PO? Anyone? Mm. Thinking. <laughs> Thinking. Leia? Yes. And... <laughs> And that's it. All right. All right. Leia and that's it. Any particular reason? No Han, no well, Chewie, no make solo. Han happened. and Chewie would be Alden and, yeah. and, and Jonas is Chewie. Uh that would be a little dicey because 
you know, Obi-Wan meets them for the first time and at most likely it would be very weird if they were in it. And, um, Lando doesn't make sense at all, in my opinion for this. And R2 and C3PO would be like, you know, the rogue one thing like, Oh, there they are, you know, but I hope they don't, I hope they don't do that because again, you know, I don't remember ever owning a droid. Like that's already hard to believe now because of the prequels. If they start mixing them in here, even if it's not on screen with Kenobi, it's just like, we don't need that guys. Like they're with, they're with Captain Antilles right now. Like it's okay. We'll see Mm -hmm. them in nine years. Well, he's telling the truth from a certain point of view. Uh Yeah. Lacey mm, thoughts no one's on, ever uh, really gone you know <laughs> on any of these original trilogy characters showing up in kenobi i'm gonna say leia r2d2 and c3po oh my god i think leia is definitely showing up because we saw luke and i can't think you I, I don't think you can have luke in the show without leia at some point uh because they're gonna want to show both twin both of the twins I think R2 and C3PO, like John said, actually is the reason why I think they're going to do it is it's an easy thing to to have them either off to the side or in the background or something that makes fans go, oh my gosh, look who it is. And I think it's so easy to do. They don't need specific people to do it. Uh, and they've already used R2-D2 in The Mandalorian. And John Favreau had talked about how excited he was to see him. I could just see that ringing true in this story as well. Like people just love R two D two. Um, I I'm also gonna go Leia. Um, I think Bold. I'm a little bit between. I I don't I don't think they're going to do this. But if they were going to wink and nod at anybody, I kind of think the Han and Chewie thing might make sense. Um, because not that he has any sort of uh chat with them but i think at some point in one of these shows if they were just there they turn around or they had a a a line almost like it's a punchline thing um i think it could help in a way like kind of engage like how did fans feel about that and Mm -hmm. that could weigh future opinions on we have these people a little bit of time has passed it's a slight connection um but there's also the fear too that like they want this show to be so solid they don't want to rock it by anybody being like it would have been a good episode if they didn't add stupid solo in there you know or whatever and so maybe they don't rock the boat so that's why i'm sticking with just leia but i think if they were going to add somebody in the background that that would be this takes place a year after solo where they'll have been working for java on tatooine yeah that's what i'm saying imagine you see like the falcon just the falcon in like at anchorhead or something yeah be great. Um, all right, let's, let's move on to the next one. Uh, we got a general actually who asked the question: uh, Will we see who? any ver? Oh, whoa, hold on, John. You think I'm not going to say who this was? Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, John. It was General Christian Morales. I was going to save it till the ah! end of the question, but Christian. Uh, Christian wanted to know: Will we see any version of the Purge Trooper? in the Kenobi series. Now, I don't know how involved everybody is in the games and stuff, but this is a character from uh, Jedi Fallen Order, uh, a new type of trooper that was more specifically kind of a Jedi killing stormtrooper, not like a death trooper who could kill anybody on some elite level. But these were for kind of Jedi killing stormtroopers, so kind of cool. Um, any chance we're going to see these in the Kenobi series, Lacey? I'm going to say yes. I think... There is a definite tie-in with Jedi Fallen Order with the Inquisitors and everything. Um, 
I think there are definitely going to be calls to that game. I think this is an easy kind of bet that we'll see elements of that game in the series with everything else that's going on. Are you booking it? I wouldn't book it. That's your thing. I don't want to take that from you. But I would say hands down, I believe that (laughs) this is going to happen. All right, John, any chance that the Purge Troopers from Fallen Order show up in Kenobi? Well, the Purge Troopers are hands down a wonderful looking trooper. Let me just say that. (laughs) Secondly, I agree with Lacey. I think the there is a sort of parallel level of connectivity between that game and the upcoming Kenobi series. Cal Kestis, uh, very interesting because a lot of people are saying like, you know, we got the actor. He's, you know, he obviously looks like the character because they base the character on him. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be pretty cool. But and, and they, they like these troopers, man. Like, I'm surprised we haven't seen action figures come out for this yet. Unless they haven't, I missed it. Do they make per- trooper figures? I don't remember, and I apologize I'll look it up because right now. they just have so many trooper figures that come out. But you know how it's always like the the, the next they trooper. Have, like, yes, that was one of the recent ones they came out with. Yes. Okay, so they like pushing those. So I, I'm gonna say yeah. It seems like it's a, a good fit. So I think that's a good question, Christian. Though. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm. I was going to say no to this. And the reason I was going to say no, which you have swayed me now, and I will just ride the positivity into blind wrongness. (laughs) But my, my thought was, was that if they're ever going to make a live action property or put a lot of money into something and they're doing a stormtrooper, they're probably going to just do a new one. They're probably going to just make a new trooper for this thing and introduce it and then let fans be like, but I thought the purge troopers were like the Jedi killing troopers. And then you mean like story troopers? Group- yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like let this story group, like figure it out, but they'll probably just introduce a new stormtrooper that is some sort of elite one that could go up against the Jedi or something. And, and the fans will question it. But mm. I, I like the positivity, what you guys are putting out that you think they're, there's, that they would say, no, let's let's bring this to live action. This is a cool element. Let's bring it in. Let's do their costumes exactly like it and realize those characters in in live action. So I'm gonna say yes, they will do it. And and yes, that is a good question. And oh, side note, I really hope they do the surprise Calcestis thing. That if that I think would, they might, James. I was if, thinking of you when I keep people keep talking about it. If there's any chance that like if he's gonna show up in, in live action, it would probably be like around here, unless they want to like wait, I don't know, when until he's like older, way older, but then it it's it just starts to become like a question. I don't know. Right. And I don't right. I, you know, I I think like the games are never gonna keep getting bigger. You're not gonna like it's not gonna be like Call of Duty numbers or something. It's already pretty big, but it's not like it's going to get much bigger. So if there's an opportunity to do it, I say do it while he looks like the character and it's right around the time frame. It involves Jedi, uh, could get fans talking. I don't know. I, I think go for it. You know, I hope that happens. Be a great surprise. Um, we got one other question, though, um, from one of our patrons. This time it's coming from Con- Commander Mark at Lacey. The kind of vacants. Yes. And uh, Commander Mark wanted to know, will... Did we decide on this? Reva? Reva? Have we heard it spoken? Rava. Rava? No. I think it's Reva, but... All right. Will Reva, the third sister, 
uh, see some kind of redemption or change of heart in the Kenobi series. John, what do you think? No. No? I'm so... Uh, can we just let bad guys be bad guys once, maybe? Jeez Louise. They did it once. Darth Vader. And then that was it. No, no they didn't. They no. did Palpatine. Palpatine. <laughs> no, do, and I'm not trying to be dismissive about it. I think it's a great question. Mark always asks great questions. That's why he always gets on this damn show. Mark had to kind of vacant. But it's just, I would like to see this character be ruthless and not be one of those like, you know, turn on, like like what Kylo Ren did to Snoke sort of thing, like sort of turn on your own and then we see Inquisitors fighting Inquisitors like, I just want Kenobi to be the hero and these people to be horrible and him to take them down. You know, Mm -hmm. good versus evil. Let's bring it back to the basics. Give me good villains. Give me good villains, Star Wars, and don't kill them immediately. With I know it's gonna be tough with these because we don't see the Inquisitors around during the original trilogy, but just give me give me play play them out as villains. That's all I'm gonna say. We've had a lot of redemption stories in Star Wars, a, a lot. Uh, just give me, give me some. Let's build some villains up here. Lacey, your thoughts on Reva, Reva, Reva? I'm Reva saying McIntyre. Reva because otherwise it sounds like Reba, so I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, now someone needs to Photoshop Reba's head. Not exactly. Inquisitor. And Reva's like Revan without the N, so that makes right. sense. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, thoughts on this character being redeemed or staying bad? What's going on? Mark wants I to hope she stays bad, and I think she will. Um, I mean, in the trailer, it appears that she's hanging someone to death. So I, I can't imagine someone coming back from that. Although, we see Kylo Ren and Darth Vader. <laughs> I was going to say, what are you back. saying? What, are you, what, what was that? None of my business. But, but, uh, I agree with John 100% that I think we need more Krennics. We need more ruthless bad guys that are just bad. Moff Gideon's bad guys that just do bad things because while Star Wars one of the good the themes about it that I love and I connected with from the beginning was all the hero characters it's about doing what's right and fighting for what you believe in they would have nothing to fight for and nothing to believe in on the good side if there wasn't a dark side to balance it out like that's what the series is about so we need more bad guys I'm hoping Reva stays bad Mm-hmm. So, and then dies a terrible death to make the payoff that much better. I don't disagree with what you're saying, although mm-hmm. this question now scares me because I I do think they're gonna do this. Um, to her a, specifically, or to yeah, all of them? There's a couple reasons I'm thinking of it, and number one, <laughs> John, yeah, the hat. As soon as he puts the hat on his face, it's I don't want to see it. No, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> there's a couple reasons is I think there's a particular reason why this character doesn't have like the face mask and stuff. Now I know that's Mm. a weak one because the fifth brother and the other inquisitor and also the grand inquisitor all don't have masks, but typically they do have masks. So, um, I don't, I don't even say typically, but I don't know. I just get the vibe that they're they're there. You want to see her face. So there's that too. The other thing too, is we know the fifth brother is all bad. And we know that the grand inquisitor is all bad. So mm-hmm. if 
they want to tell this story of like maybe not all of the inquisitors are bad she got involved for this reason or another um i think that kind of makes sense uh the only part that kind of makes me think the other way is they did kind of tell that story in fallen order um they they humanized one of the inquisitors there um Mm -hmm. so unless they're kind of revisiting that story or bringing it up then um i think it makes sense uh that that they could do this and they could still have all of the they could have the grand inquisitor be the big bad scary inquisitor that's pure evil because he is pure evil we we know what happens to him all the way through you know he uh he's bad so Mm -hmm. that's a that's a good scary villain so then your underling villain that gets a lot of uh camera time could theoretically have a change of heart and be killed or sacrifice themselves for said thing or whatever. And you still have big bad villain out there. Um, so I don't Look, know. I, I know that George Lucas said a while ago that the big thing about star Wars is that everybody has the choice to make the right decisions. I just feel like we keep seeing the same thing over and over and over again. And it's like, okay, it's unique the first time. Oh, they did a different kind of take, but it's still the same the second time. And it's like, how many times are we going to see the bad person be like, you know what? Like a Hux, you know? Like Mm -hmm. that was like, come on. Like, I just want Hux to be Hux. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in a weird way, though, I still kind of feel like that that was like the saving Hux is Hux a little bit. I mean, I guess because you're I, seeing him in like like a like conniving. I, type. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. I just want him to lose. Like that's like he just literally doesn't matter what happens to him or the resistance or anything about all these people and all these like planets that are getting blown up. He just wants that well, guy to fail. Like, and I think that's just sniveling hucks, and you know. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, but no, I I totally understand because I think that's that was the vibe with Hux is people were like, oh my gosh, like I'm the spy, you know? It's like just roll I roll your eyes and walk out of this movie. I think is also <laughs> some people felt Hux became more obsessed with Kylo Ren than his yeah. actual like mission. His yeah. ambition. Whereas in the first yeah. movie, he's so crazy and evil that you're like you can't take your eyes off of him when he's giving that speech. So then I for don't... him to turn around and become like. This, I, don't know, I think about that speech all Sylvester the time the and I can only remember Jedi. certain words and one of them is acquiesce. Yes. <laughs> Acquiesces to disorder. <laughs> yeah. I, oh my God. Well, bow down to the fast. <laughs> oh, it's so good. All right. Are so we all good. through Will of the Force? We gave our opinions mm-hmm. and are we ready to move on to the discussion? Yep. All right. Take it away, John. All right, is Mace Windu alive or dead? Obi-Wan once thought as you do. So for years, Samuel L. Jackson has campaigned that Mace Windu could have survived his amputation, lightning blast, and massive fall in Revenge of the Sith, hoping for a return to Star Wars. He once again brought it up, even name-dropping Bryce Dallas Howard to try and make it work. So what's the deal? Is Mace Windu alive? Is he dead? Should he stay dead? Or should another dead Star Wars character return from the canon grave? Like Boba Fett, so to speak. Um, and it should, you know, off the top, I'll say that, there, you know, there is an interview that's been circling around about George Lucas saying, like, years ago, he, he thought he could, Mace Windu might have survived and stuff. And, you know, Mace Windu has been a character around in George Lucas's mind much longer than the prequels mm-hmm. um even in the, his first draft of 
you know, the Star Wars, the Adventures of Luke Starkiller, the main one of the main characters was Mace Windu. Mace Windy. And, uh, Windy, yeah, and it wasn't the same iteration or or what have you, but as he changed that story, that character's name and uh, thoughts about it were um, shelved for a little while. But um, I mean, I'm going to start point blank just by saying, just for the sake of the story, um, that this to me, and I know a lot of people are on the fence on this, so this is going to be like one of those things where people take a stance on it, I think, but this is a little jump the shark to me if they were to bring back Mace Windu. It just feels a little like, oh, something that's that's too much. You know, the Boba Fett thing I get and that worked. Mace Windu died, man. Like, Anakin cut him cut him down. He got force lightning blast like, th- like thousands of feet falling to his to his death and I I, I just in the story, he killed him, and that was like the what put them over the top for Palpatine and Anakin. If 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 he lives, like where does he fit into the story other than it being fan service to bring him back? I I just don't see where Mace Windu comes back, and it's like, well, where has he been then too? Like it, it also takes away from the importance of Obi Wan. Like we keep adding all these Jedi in when he was supposed to be the last one around. Um. It just it starts messing things up, and it's a retcon through and through if they do it. And I just don't like the idea of retelling or having to reshape how we assess the original trilogy and the story of Obi Wan and the story of other Jedi. If we keep bringing these people back and saying like, oh well, then there were these other Jedi like Cal Kestis. It's like yeah, it's, oh so the, he was around. All right, um, Kanan Jarrus was around too. Okay, and then you start adding you know all these all these Jedi, and all of a sudden it's not so much you know luke the less of the jedi will you be it's like the last you'll be that are around right now until we retcon these stories so it's just messy to me and i think it's important that that moment happened as it did in revenge of the sith um with anakin falling to his knees saying what have i done just like completely realizing that he gave himself to his obsession to save padme that he killed one of his heroes, one of his mentors, one of his masters, um, with Palpatine. Mm-hmm. So, for if for him to come back, like it hurts the character of Vader to me. It hurts Anakin. It hurts the story. It hurts how we view the Jedi being sort of gone in the original trilogy era. For me, it's just like not like the the fan service and and as as cool as it would be to see him back. Samuel Jackson as Mace Windu, and as much as he wants it, it's not worth what it would do to the story, in my opinion. And then they would have to de-age him too, and and all that. So I, it's a big no for me. Maybe I'll be convinced. It sounds like James is on the other side of it. So um, I don't know who wants to take it because I talked for a little bit here. But those are my initial going into this thing. Go ahead, James. I, I'd rather hear your thoughts. Do you have any initial? My initial thoughts on this are very similar to John's in that I feel like we're getting into the territory of bringing back all these characters is great as a fan because you're like, oh, I love all these people. I'm so excited to see them back. Um, And oh, that's such a cool idea for this story. But it takes away the emphasis on why they left the story to begin with. So... 
Boba Fett, I guess, is one that doesn't fall into this. I could see why they brought him back and, and his story was so great and well told. But I understand why people are frustrated to see characters coming back, whether it be Luke Skywalker or other characters where they're like, why do we need these returns of certain characters? Why can't we continue on with new stuff? I think with this character in particular, I think it's a combination of the character but also the actor that people want to see back in Star Wars. I think Samuel L. Jackson is the person people want to see. He's a cool guy. He's funny. He's a great actor. I think people want to see him back in Star Wars more than his character. Um, And I think that that's what's driving people's want to have him come back. That being said, I agree with John that him dying is what... He was the one that was suspicious the whole time. He's the one that kind of was butting heads with Anakin, but then ultimately believed in Anakin and went to help him. Um, And then he's the one that dies. His death is the moment that Anakin's like, I'm bad now. So if he comes back, then you lose that whole momentum of the story of, well, then what pushed him over if he didn't die? And why did mace not come back to help yoda so that yoda had to go into hiding why didn't mace come back to help obi-wan like why there's just a lot of why because i feel like it gets to a point where it gets into the realm of like a fan fiction story which i'm not saying that fan fiction is bad i'm Mm -hmm. just saying that people tend to write what they want to see or or what they want to see come from characters and to me the story of him coming back is like something that like a fan will be like i really love this character i want to bring him back i don't know how they would work that into the story as is because again it would take away from that moment which is such a serious emotional moment for anakin for mace windu as well as well as the emperor he overpowered everybody and then destroyed everything so you're going to tell me the guy that ultimately was the turning point for Palpatine is fine. I don't know. It's just a little mm-hmm. weird for me. But I get why people want it, because he is a cool character. Yeah. Um, I mean, John said he thinks I'm leaning the one way, and I, I, I think I do still tend to lean with you guys in the sense of, like, I oh, okay. understand the aspect of, um, you know, what is the point of him dying or, you know, like we, we have him right. dying and if we bring him back, then what was, what was the point? And it, it loses its emphasis and stuff. Right. Right. Um, I think sometimes when I think about it though, I usually am looking at it like devil's advocate in the sense of like, well, yeah. you know, how, how would it be if they did bring him back? And I was like, well, you know, people would say you keep killing off characters and bringing them back. And I was like, okay, well, how often do they do that? How often does Star Wars do that? Really? And I was thinking about it. I was like, well, I mean, there's always like your Max Rebo or whatever, but like, I'm not counting those. I'm thinking like big picture, Palpatine, uh, Darth Maul, and um, one other one. Boba Fett. Yep. And I was like, I can't think of any other time that they've ever done it. That's a lot, man. (laughs) I don't think it is. Think about how many Star Wars characters they are. And, and, And can we, do we count Force Ghosts too? No. Nope. I do. I absolutely do not, because that's that's part of the story is them being able to do that. I know, but it's like because that exists, it makes it less of an incentive to do well, it for other characters. For for any for anybody that that 
has been a long time listener. I said that a long time ago. I said, I don't like the idea of force ghosts because it right. puts us no, in this position right. you didn't like, later yeah. down the line that you're like bringing people back and why, why weren't they involved? And you know, it, it always raises these weird questions and stuff. I'm like, I like force ghosts, but I almost wish they weren't a part of star Wars so that it wasn't just that, that we didn't have this like thing l- looming over. Mm-hmm. Don't you think like um, a little bit, uh, just real quick to get back to your point. If Force Ghosts were just voices and we never saw these like apparitions sitting on oh, yeah. logs yeah. and stuff, yeah. Which I think the death thing to me, James, like you listing it out just there, mm-hmm. sounds like a soap opera. Like when the actor comes back for a soap opera and they're like, they, he well, died. And it's like, he actually didn't die. Dun, dun, dun. Be, it's actually fair. this. George Lucas did refer to his Star Wars as a I know, opera, and so. I know that, and I know that. But I'm saying, like, I'm thinking the most ridiculous storylines in a soap opera, like, you know, my mom used to watch Days of Our Lives growing up. Like, these ridiculous storylines where someone would, like, drive off a bridge, the car would blow up, like, they'd be done, and then all of a sudden they'd walk into the restaurant two months later and they'd be like, oh, how is he here? Like, to me, when you get these characters, like, and you have one come back... And you're like, oh, that's cool. But then to see it continually happen, you're just kind of like, okay, well, when I add it up like that, like that's a lot. That, that you, I, I hear you. But my argument yeah. is that when you say when it keeps happening and I'm like, it's happened three times in like 40 something years, you know, like that's true. Very only a few times. And, and in a lot of cases, like Maul, for instance, like and actually technically Boba Fett, too, like Boba Fett's live action. But. It's like they it's it wasn't them bringing back to a movie or something like Maul survived in the cartoon era. And it he was it was it didn't take away from the movies because the movies were still their thing and they could play in that world if they wanted. But they knew most people probably weren't going to pay too much close attention to it. Maul has become a fan favorite and has had many stories. So now it feels like when you watch the movie, you're like, wow, it's weird that they like killed him. And I guess they brought him back to debt to life right, you know right. they weren't planning on that yeah yeah so that that one to me feels a, a little bit strange but it's almost like they i think when george was doing it he was doing it on a like uh i still like this character i kind of wish that wasn't the story you know we i still want to play with him so let's bring him back and i think he mm-hmm. had a lot of fun with it um yeah. and then the boba one too is like i don't know that's the, he, <laughs> he i don't think anybody like I don't want to say this, but like I'm not really entirely positive anybody really thought he was dead. It was just always one of those things where it's like I did. No, not to I make you feel of, bad. I think no, a lot of people wanted him not to be dead. I think I and, thought he was dead. And, and I'm and, saying because and the of general legends. fan, he died. To the general fan, he died. No, I'm saying to the general <laughs> fan, most people know like oh, I only watch the movies, but like. They they brought him back, right? In like the books or whatever. I think most people were aware of the fact that Boba Fett was like he went into the Sarlacc pit, but as the books and stories and other things that and it lived on. I think people were aware of Maul coming back too, just even though they didn't watch the Clone Wars. Like I I think you could no. go up to the casual fan and be like, "Is Maul dead?" They'd be like, "Uh, I think he died in the movie, but the, they Dude, brought him back. He's been around I, for a while." I had friends who were like so confused about that they're like wait this takes place before the phantom menace how and they're like legit like, matt loves maul and he didn't know that was maul and solo 
But here's I, the thing, James. You, and, and you said 45 years ago. But I wasn't a big thir- Star Wars fan, and I, w- I was very well aware that like Maul was back in the Clone Wars. I wasn't They've even watching the Clone recently, Wars. They've done this all recently, though, James. Don't forget. This is all, the, all these three big character returns happened in the last 10 years. Maul was 2012. Palpatine was 2019. Maul was in Boba 2012. Clone Wars Season 4, I think, right? Disney bought... Or, yeah, Disney bought Lucasfilm in 2012. Yeah, Clone, Clone Wars, Wars Season was 4 happened. would have been like 2009 or 10. Clone Wars came out in 2008. That's what I'm saying. So like James, by, they played season I think three trailer at 2015 celebration. What? How many seasons no. of Rebels are there? No, no. I'm talking, we're talking about Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, I'm confused. <clears throat> well, anyway, we, I, think, I mean, <laughs> look that that's not that's a hard fact. Like we could go find that out, but I think I think your point is relevant too. That it's like wh- whether it's been the last ten years or not, it's been like almost seems like Disney's. Disney has been doing this more than anybody else. Yes, Maul did it. That was still under Lucas or whatever, but it was animation, yeah, whatever. that was his idea. And it's yeah. like, since Disney brought it in, they've made Maul bigger with Rebels. They brought back Boba. They brought back Palpatine. So it feels a little like Disney-esque. And I, I, I do get that. Anyway, all that to be said, like, I, I'm just, it's one of my slight arguments is like, people say this happens all the time in Star Wars. And I'm like, it's happened three times. Like, let's, relax on how often this happens and most of the case too it's like with a character that doesn't particularly matter like they can they could have boba fett doing adventures over here and it, do, it doesn't really like massively affect the story or anything right um i the the other thing i wanted to add to um and i don't really know how this fits in because clearly he would be dead by this point but he has lines in the rise of skywalker and that shows to me that he wasn't like a character who while he was alive was like sometimes how you see fan art of him like where he's like mad and angry and like uh, like i'm gonna i've turned i've changed i've went to the dark side or something like that because that character is good by the end of rise of skywalker so i'd imagine if mace is alive he would still be a good jedi who you think still good Mace. So a lot of fan art people think that Mace Windu comes back and becomes like this angry guy. Yeah, that, like, like he is like old Samuel Jackson and he wants to get these snakes off the plane and he's like an angry <laughs> Jedi kind of thing. Yeah. And he in some cases turned to the dark side because people even and this is a weird theory to me too. He's got the purple lightsaber and people still land on the like he got the purple one because it's a balance between blue and red and he he's toying he with the dark side because he asked for purple i know that but i'm <laughs> the canon reason people try to make up um and also and i've it, always said i don't think he's toying with the dark side like at all like he's the no. head of the jedi council totally good jedi yeah so i don't he was the I one like saying like don't that. train this kid he's a punk yes <laughs> yeah and and when you look back at it you're like man mace he really doesn't like that anakin kid he was right yeah <laughs> like, he was right the whole you know what time I mean? the whole freaking time i don't trust him i think he's got a bad attitude <laughs> i don't like any of this like it would be funny like when anakin cuts off his arm he's like i freaking told you I knew it. Yeah, yeah the whole scene stops it's just it's, come on man like i knew this 
Yeah. yeah. That'd be a good like robot chicken if they haven't done that <laughs> yeah. yet. Yeah. yeah. But that but that's the thing is like so I, I've never thought of Mace as a character who is balancing on the dark side, but I think some fans think that. And then in turn, when they're like, oh, how could we bring this character back and what would he look like? Most of the time, I feel like the vibe on that is that he's got like a beard and like he's like got the dark hood up and it's like this cool Samuel Jackson looking Mace Windu character. And perhaps he's even a little on the dark side and he's got a robotic arm and crazy stuff. But I'm like... But he's good by the end of right. Revenge or uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker, at least, mm-hmm. you know. Um, His lightsaber's gone as, as far as we know because he cut off his arm that had the lightsaber and that went out the window or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he got shot out like a mile, you yeah. know. Um, I, I so would very yeah. much believe that Palpatine would make a call that says go down there confirm and retrieve, he's dead you would not only that but like retrieve that lightsaber and then that was yeah. one of the lightsabers that got burned like they did in the comics or whatever. and also you got to figure on those types of order 66 things there's sort of the you know like in the fugitive the wanted list like here's your top guys you know like al-qaeda here's those 10 guys mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. kill those guys these troopers are everywhere hundreds of thousands of them you don't think they're gonna see like a crippled like hurt up mace window and be like oh that's that guy blang goodbye right like no one was waiting outside of the building like oh there's mace i'm gonna go pick him up like bail organa you know what i'm saying like he just he hit a building or something fell down to the ground like who knows like what actually happened to his death maybe that'll happen in a comic if they make a final decision on it but it's like there's so many that's the thing there's so many things that would have to happen that are even more hard to believe than Star Wars itself and if the if the first reason to bring him back is oh man it'd be so great because I love Samuel L. Jackson it's not worth doing it to me I don't know why I it's feel such a this weird way. argument because that's what I've been saying about Kenobi for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were saying that until the Inquisitors came I think into the picture, and you were I like, oh, okay. change, "Oh, oh, I think you're going to change your mind once you see this series." Yo, okay, very, Yo. very <laughs> similar situation here. Like, here's the thing: if if they did this and they said Mace Windu's back, he's getting a series, Disney Plus. Look forward to it. He didn't die. He's back. I'm for that. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm probably going to watch this and enjoy this. I And I would, and I think most of us would be in the same way that I feel about the Kenobi series. I'm like, I don't think it's necessary and I'm not really sure why you're doing this. And it feels like the only reason you're doing this is to just say he's here, he's available. Let's bring him mm-hmm. back kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But when I see it, I'm like, I'm probably, I know they're going to figure out the story. I know they're going to make it work. It's not going to be held handheld, Perf- or okay. like poorly i get all that but what what like what part of the timeline are you going to place windu i would put him as the age he is now probably and who's gonna face windu what do you mean who's gonna face windu what would be like the who- reason he'd show up i guess yeah. is my question i don't know maybe i'd hire uh joby harold to write it for me <laughs> What a cop out, James. Well, I'm saying like I, I like you're <laughs> saying like what would the story be? I'm like, do you want me to write the story right now spontaneously of what I think we could do with it, or would Lucasfilm and probably what, like what, what, 
get like empire six people on the hunt it and, and try to trace I know what you're Windu. saying james i'm saying like i don't know i i just i fall in this a lot of logic of like okay why would this character be here and rarely have i been that surprised that i'm like oh yes i didn't even oh okay it's usually like some type of common sense of why a character would show back up and let's say he shows up and it's a minor like mm-hmm. cameo or something like we get base window just <laughs> your basic version how long have you been holding on to that i just dropped four of them and you guys when, didn't see any did- of them <laughs> Oh my God. I don't know what to think. Uh, no, but legit, like, d- like I don't know why I feel this way, but because they brought back other characters. And James, you're right. Like Boba Fett, maybe a lot of people didn't think he was dead. Um, for some reason, this Mace Windu thing feels like it'd be jumping the shark for Star Wars. And uh, people would be like, that's ridiculous. Like, I'm not like diehard fans who want Mace Windu back and they've seen all these crazy things happen in Star Wars. Um, Maybe like, all right, but like your general Star Wars fan who's like, man, remember Samuel Jackson? How good he was in the prequels. He had that he, like that big death scene. He was killed by the emperor. And we remember him saying like, I don't want to go out like a punk, George. I want to go out like a hero. And he did. And then they're like, wait, he's back now. Like people are gonna be like, what? You gotta be kidding me. And yeah. what's the purpose? Like, what? where is he serving a story if, as we all agree, he is still on the light side? Because, James, you made a wonderful, perfect point that his voice shows up at the end to Rey. He's still very much Jedi, learned how to become one with the Force, obviously before he had died from Yoda, um, or at least sort of figured it out. Yeah, I'm not entirely positive on that because there's a lot of other Jedi in there that, like, wouldn't make any sense as how they would have learned that technique. I, yeah. I think Ray just taps into like the cosmos, the co- yeah, the the craziness of it or whatever. She's she's been trained like Leia knew how to do it, and so she's <laughs> teaching her how to like go beyond what you know maybe we've seen before. So she's able yeah. to tap into that world, and those people are probably waking up and being like, "Oh, I'm here. I'm existing. It's, I remember myself." Yes, Ray. I feel like it's the like. Having the reservation to not do something is really important. And I think Lucasfilm is good at that. And the people they bring in to make this stuff are usually pretty good at that. Like, just knowing, like, yeah, it would be so cool if Samuel Jackson showed up at a panel at Celebration and we found out that he did come back and he's got a mechno arm and he's going to go help these people here and it'll explain why he wasn't here then. You know, fans will erupt and they'll be like, oh my God, Samuel Jackson's back and he'll be hyped and be awesome. But again, like it just it's as as cool as that would be, I think it would do more hurt and harm to the story. And again, most importantly to to Anakin's complete turn to to the dark side, because that was such a big moment. And like you see this kid crumble to the ground, literally saying, what have I done? If we erase that. Like, granted, yeah, people could say, like, well, Anakin still thinks he killed him. Yeah. But still, we we know he didn't. It, I, it, it's it's yeah. The tragedy of it needs to hold, I think. I also think that going back to what you said earlier, John, which I totally agree with and I thought as well, is when you watch the original trilogy, they make it pretty clear that there's no one left. 
that Luke is uh, a new hope. Like the last he, of the Jedi it, will you be, yeah. Right. And of course, they make mention of his sister in the last movie, which, as we know, wasn't planned from the start. But I feel like as we've gotten all these other stories, it's wonderful and great. But then it gets to the point that you're like, where is this now taking away from the original trilogy? Away from the importance right. of Luke Skywalker and Anakin's story. Yeah, it's just it's a lot because like the thing that the makes it thing. so yeah the thing that makes it so kind of interesting or the thing that I connected with a lot when I was little is that he was the only one that could do it. He's the only one that could like there was no one else there to help him, and mm. now we're kind of in this territory which I love, but it's still a little confusing. Of okay, so well he had Ahsoka. Ahsoka helped him a little bit. Oh okay, this person helped him a little bit. So then he's yeah. not exactly alone, but it's like, okay, but then he still kind of is, and then he ends up being alone. It's just, with Mace Windu coming back, it takes away from the story. I think it it just takes away from multiple points in the story. And why wouldn't have Mace Windu connected with Yoda? They were, like, he was his right-hand guy, and Yoda's sitting there saying, like, there's no Jedi left, that's why we gotta watch out for this kid, because he has to be the future, and this whole mm-hmm. thing on Dagobah happens, Mace Windu's not around, like, all these things you'd have to try to convince people of, and then, like, look at the, like, you brought the Ahsoka examples, perfect, they had to make her leave the Jedi Order so that what Yoda said to Luke was true the last of the Jedi will be because she's not technically a Jedi anymore. Like Mm -hmm. all these tricky things they have to do just because they're adding new characters into a timeline in which they didn't exist when those stories were told. Yeah. You have to kill off Kanan. You have to send Ezra to the beyond. Exactly. That's why when we were talking about, when we were speculating on the end of rebels, we're like, they all have to die. Remember? We were like, they have to, or else it doesn't make sense. And instead they put Ezra on a, a squiggly whale and send them who knows where <laughs> we're still we're gonna go find out now in like a year and i'm great i'm excited about it but i'm saying like they have to create these things in order to make these characters who are jedi uh exist without damaging the canon and storytelling of the original trilogy and more important than any of that for me at least this is so it, nerdy I love with it. <laughs> mace windu specifically is that it takes away from his story forget what i said about luke and everybody else He's a great character, and he died in an epic way. Is it tragic? Yes. But that's part of Star Wars, is like these characters we love either, you know, hit hardships or challenges, or they die in a terrible way, because it matters more to the story if they die that way. So when you bring him back, you're taking away from his story as well, which he was a part of, which he chose. Yeah. Also, to be fair, too, it wasn't wasted opportunity. Like people look at Maul and they go, man, that guy should have been the villain for all three of them. Like Mace Windu was in all three of them. He was there from the the beginning. He was in the second one. He died in the third one. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. that was a, a full trilogy character. He got all of his arcs and all of his points and. You know, like he was totally cool there. Moments, I th- yeah. I think the person fighting the most for his return is Samuel L. Jackson more so than even fans. But that paycheck. I, <laughs> I, I think there really is something to like that argument that you guys brought up about, you know, why wouldn't he connect with Obi-Wan? Why wouldn't he connect with Yoda? Yoda well, I think sure. fans write that off as, well, because he's bad. He went bad. He doesn't want to talk Which to him. Which is just... How you know? do you, uh, talk about destroying a character. Like, Well, yeah. And and my my thought on that is that's 
that's the best explanation I feel like we can come up with to make it fit in the canon. Oh. And that's fans are doing that. But that's already kind of ruled out in canon as well because right. we know he's good. And I know that Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. just, just came out like recently, somewhat recently. And fans have been speculating about Mace Windu surviving for 20 plus years. But, or t- about 20 years. Um, but my thing is like, I think that that's almost like an in canon version of like, well, he never went to the dark side, you know, <laughs> or like, again, what we were talking about earlier, do we want to see a character like he went to the dark side? He was, a, he was good. Then he died and then he becomes a force ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just it, it would be kind of nuts. I think like at the end just of the so day, Samuel Jackson could buy another house. I, I think at the end of the day, someone's going to be like, Sam, buddy, we'd love to have you back in Star Wars. It doesn't make sense. But here's the thing. We'll compromise. Um, We think we could write you in as a force ghost. Would you show up as a force ghost? And he might do it. And then there you go. That's how you bring Sam Jackson back in. Yeah. And they can somehow explain that or whatever. And we'd be like, man, it's so great to have him back and talking about Star Wars and promoting Star Wars. That's cool. Um. Yeah. But yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't I think, think Bryce Dallas bring Howard quote tweeting it with the the, the freaking eyeballs and that. Well, yeah. Out. I mean, because he called her out. He said, you know, he. I know, but she very specifically I mean, name dropped her. Unless she's saying, doing like, something friends. with it. Yeah, she. That's. She I think she was just kind of like re when I rewatched it a couple times. It was just kind of like the cheeky, like, well, what do we have here type thing. Oh yeah, but yeah. you know how Twitter is. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, I, uh, it's it's interesting. And then you have you know Delilah Dawson, who's like, I think Phasma's still alive, because she wants to write a book, and I get it, man. But it's just, whew. <laughs> people don't people. Yeah, you you got people <laughs> Did you who guys want think who Phasma think Tally Lintra's not dead. And I wait, huh? Did what? you think Phasma was dead in Force Awakens? Phasma's dead. No, no, John. I knew you were gonna no. go there. <laughs> John, do you did you think she was dead in Force Awakens? No. You figured she was still alive and she survived. Trash compactor. Well, yeah, trash compactor. I thought because of a new hope they get get out of the trash compactor, she got out. That's what I I figured. I think that's just the same as as like someone, you know, falling out the window or something. I think I think the idea there is you presume (laughs) that they threw her in a trash compactor. Yeah, but you don't see her fall into the but you don't see her fall into the trash compactor, whereas with Mace Windu, you see him lose his arm and then get blown out of a window that's very high up with lightning. While being electrocuted, yeah. 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 I, I don't, I'm not, you're, you're I, I'm saying it's a character that died off screen and yet you I think. You know what, they should have done the Snoke face. They should have shown Mace Windu with his tongue out like, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh. And I'll never forget how hard I laughed when I saw that because it was just like a very like blatant cut to it. Like, he's yeah, it's dead. Ryan Johnson no... saying, I'm making sure you yeah. guys all know this guy. He is dead, dead. dead. <laughs> now, there's going to be 50 more of them in a tube in the next movie. But this one, he's dead. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> dead or alive. <laughs> So James, you see, you so you where like where you seem a little I don't know like you're not sold or something like you 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 feel like James likes to argue the other side, which I appreciate, and he will stick by with that other side. He started this conversation saying I agree with you, but I'm going to argue the other side for. Are you the arguing just for the sake of the argument to like 
or or do you feel that there is an opening here or like a precedent that I think you allows can't it? you can't have an opinion unless you've thought out all of the angles. Sure. I agree. So Dude, I think if I came <laughs> if I came in here and I said I totally agree with what you guys are saying because yeah, it would be so stupid. Right, I feel like there's a lot of people who are probably listening to we this didn't saying say like, stupid. "No, I know," I but I'm so I'm saying, um, <sighs> "Did you say thank you, Lacey?" <laughs> what? Oh, never mind. <laughs> um, I I think a lot of people listening to this would probably be like, "You guys didn't even consider this possibility," and it's like I feel like we need to talk through all those those angles to what fully understand. No, he's just I'm saying, saying people might have other opportunities. Like, hey, if did you think I of this? I came in and was like, yeah, you guys are totally right. And we didn't consider this or this or this, then they would probably, I don't know. Like, I feel like you, you, everybody, you need to hear all the angles to understand all the angles. I agree. And I'm I saying, I was just actually think, poking fun. I wasn't actually saying you're doing something yeah. wrong. I, I think we did cover all the angles because not of me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I well, I mean, I disagree with that. I think I brought your up question fact. is: Are you arguing for the sake of arguing? Right, right. And I'm saying well, I think it's important to look at all the angles. That's why I no am kidding. presenting all of the angles. You're, are you acting like I came into this conversation <laughs> with a caveman point of view? I think I made some really good points to explain why there aren't angles. Yeah, like and like, <laughs> you didn't come in here like let me teach the class on how to. Like a set, like, come you're on, the, man. You're asking me. You're yeah, asking you're like, me. I came what in you, with the philosophical point of view, and you were like, this is bad. Bah, bah, bah. Like, that's not, like, that's not what happened at all. So should all three of us, yeah, should all three of us have been like, nah, he's not coming back. I think I said, nah, he's not coming back, but I think over the last 40 minutes, I gave pretty i would like to think uh i think you both gave wonderful points of view i appreciate james talking through multiple angles that i might disagree with just because then i can disagree with them yeah james gets so defensive and then he (laughs) (laughs) this uh, wasn't a star wars war but i feel like james wanted those in a while Jay, those, I feel like James wanted nasty, to have a little though. bit one, yeah. I don't, I don't like the Star Wars wars. Add I, it to my list. I pitched, I pitched a new version of Star Wars war a long time ago. Yeah, you want to guess... do it like they do, yeah. On, I, um... I think it's a smart idea, but anyway. Well, let us know in the comments what you think <laughs> of yeah. Mace Windu. Is he dead or alive? What is your theory? We want to know in the comments as well as on Twitter or Instagram. Let us know. Tweet at us. We'll retweet some of the cooler ones or favorites. Mm-hmm. Right, John? That's probably what I would have said. Yeah. <laughs> now um, I just want to listen to uh, Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah. Bon- oh, Do you think? Do you think Bon Jovi's alive? What? I know alive? he uses Duracell because when you've Ooh. got all these people to play in front of. The only battery he trusts. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Does All it do right. the locking thing? The doom, 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 yeah. locks. 
<laughs> I, I love how Dur- it's, I love how Duracell it- went from if you're a doctor and you need a flashlight in a hurricane, which battery are you going to choose to? Yeah. Well, Bon Jovi needs a microphone. Yep. I think I think Duracell's headquarters is where I live. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's interesting. Um, I wonder if Bon Jovi. Great. Now there. people know where I live. Bon Jovi, come on the podcast. <laughs> Talk John. about how you can't sing anymore. <laughs> um, all right. Here's the deal. That's it. So we're going to send it to Lacey for uh, resistance transmissions. Thanks, John. Guys, it's time for resistance transmissions. So this is the segment where uh, every other week, every once in a while, John puts up a crazy, wacky situation on Twitter. And you guys give your answers. So this past week, we asked you... There are going to be a lot of new cosplay options added into the mix this hashtag Star Wars Celebration. Which oh, ones gosh. are you hoping to see? Before I get into these ones, do you guys have any preferences of ones you're going to look to see? I I think it would be amazing if some brave and inventive go-getter did the thing where your legs are one thing and your upper body is something else. If you say both... jacked fish, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose it. I'm doing jacked fish. Okay. Um, I already had the arms for it, so now I just need to figure out... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like It took you like zero seconds to laugh at that. Uh... <laughs> I think... Oh, jeez. Boba Fett riding a Rancor would be insane. Where their feet are the Rancor's oh, feet. Oh, yeah, like someone did with the Mandalorian where he's riding the Blurg. Yeah. Or the mm-hmm. Tauntaun. Yeah, yeah. That or would be... like yeah. Lewis does and even Stevens when he's a penguin jockey. Yeah. Yeah. James? Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to kind of hard to say i guess one w- one that would be interesting was we didn't really have mandalorian cosplay at the time so you didn't see, we had one guy yeah yeah you're gonna see mandalorian but you're probably going to see a lot of um like grogu side companions to that character that went full out with the costume with like i'm not doing the costume unless i've got grogu with me so i'm interested to see if there's some good versions of that like there's going to be lame ones, not lame, but you know what I mean? Like somebody just brings the stuffed animal or like this toy that I've got, you know, mm-hmm. like there's going to be people that just have that. But I would be really curious to see if somebody went the extra mile to try to create something that like looks and feel and, and moves to some degree more so than like any toy that has been released. Yeah. I always like the mashup ones that people have, you know, like for sure. Uh, oh yeah, like hip hop trooper and stuff. They're always just like super cool. I really want to do Ray, but I don't know if it's gonna happen because I, I got to bring all the stuff cross country. I'm going across the whole country with it. It's it's a lot. Or just like punny punny cosplays, like Han Frollo or something like that. What's a Frollo? Like he's got like an, a giant Afro, Afro. like Disco yeah. Han. Oh 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 oh. Or something it's like, like that it's video just like game a pun. where he's the dancing video game going solo. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 All right. Well, you guys said this. Uh, first up is Michael Hill soon at VA Flyers 81. He said, Hi, Republic Visions. All of it, honestly. Oh, yeah, I look visions. forward to the cosplay competition the most. 
I didn't think of visions. That's going to be awesome. Visions. I didn't know they did a contest. Side oh, yeah. note. Yeah, yeah, they do a big contest. Yeah. So, side note, visions. I really feel like came and went, and like people forget about it. And it, I, I feel like they made a big mistake doing all at once. I feel like they should have. It was rolled very them, fast, rolled them out because yeah. I feel like everybody was like, we have to review all of them, and then we're we're running it down for like that week, and then it was so much content that we were like, let's not talk about visions for a week, and then it was yeah. gone. I had like mm-hmm. two days to review them and watch them all. And it was insane. I feel like it would almost be fun to to go back and revisit Visions, like looking at it now, like a little a little bit time has passed. Maybe like, a revisions. Yeah. Though I do think with Bad Batch, if they do full <laughs> seasons, mm-hmm. I think it might be based on their content releases and how much more of the stuff they're putting out to do like you know series one and put out eight episodes and then like the next week put out series two eight episodes because like if they do like 20 episodes or whatever bad batch and and, and release one every week with yeah it Kenobi, was be with andor exactly like, and I, I don't know what's going on with bad batch but i i think rebels used to release two episodes at a time if i'm not mistaken so i think bad batch would be better to do two episodes for eight weeks rather than one episode every week for 16 weeks. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that'd be nuts. Especially my opinions on the finale. Absolutely <laughs> should have put those back to back. That was so mm-hmm. stupid. And announcing season two's coming like days before the the actual series season finale. Bad move, yeah. So stupid, but whatever. Uh, next up is Andrew Staley at Deuce underscore Staley. Hello, Andrew. What's up, he buddy? said, Muddy Mando or Mando Luke? Ooh, I can't wait to see Mando Luke with Mando the Grogu. Luke? I'm sure we'll see that. Oh, like, like the Mandalorian version. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Kendalorian at Galactic Curator. Hey, Kendall. Hey, buddy. Said, maybe this guy. Oh, hey. And it's hey. the uh, Calamari, Mon Calamari with the sweater and the dock worker guy that yeah. Frank, our buddy Frank did. Frank Ippolito, yeah. I love I think... that that's him and his mannerisms <laughs> are his mannerisms. <laughs> Well, if if he's if he goes to celebration and you saw you saw a great version of this, wouldn't be shocked if it was Frank. Frank, oh, yeah. I really hope that if you're watching or listening, you wear this costume and just like give me a heads up so we can meet up so I can take a picture because I need it. Yeah, <laughs> need we know. I mean, that's screen ready. He's got it. He owns it. It's there. Oh, he yeah. showed us the mask and everything. Yeah. yeah. So please wear it so I can see it in person. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, let's hang out. All right. Next is Kevin Lewis at Thrawn's on Fan. What up, Kevin? Who said hey, Kevin. Moff Gideon? I didn't even think about Moff Gideon. That'd oh, be crazy. absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Capes are always good. Uh, next is Rick Villanueva at Cad Bane's Bounty. What up, Rick? He said Megamind Rick. Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, I saw that. Someone did a Megamind face on the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, it's funny. The big chin. Yeah. Next is RMD Collective at RMD Collective, who said jeans guy. If you oh, know, gosh. you know. So was ha, it just ha, a guy ha, in jeans? Guy. Jeans guy from the Mandalorian. But would you have to like show up with like half your body covered by a wall? You would wear. You'd bring like a cardboard box painted like the wall, and you would just pose like with yeah, the wall. Like, Someone's yeah. gonna take that from me. You're welcome. Enjoy. Or uh, I'm sure or, someone's already worked on that. Yeah. 
or True. you could just be the wall and people are like what are you you're like i'm jeans guy after they edited me out <laughs> <laughs> actually that'd be funny if you just took a picture of a wall partition and we're like yeah. look it's jeans guy yeah <laughs> just like oh my god what a great cosplay <laughs> yeah. uh and then last but not least is david taylor at i am da- i am david j taylor what up david? yes you Who are said- david Yes, you are. <laughs> Who said dangling Palpatine from the rise of Skywalker being pushed around Whoa. the convention floor? I that would be I, some people do these crazy gigantic big cosplays, and if we saw someone with some sort of weird forklift and that dangling, I, that'd they be wouldn't insane. be able to drive a forklift. <laughs> I said something safety. like a forklift. Oh like my god! No, if the forklift is wearing a mask, it'd be all right ridiculous guys thank you so much for your answers if you want to be on the show make sure to follow us on social at rbatswnn on twitter and at the resistance broadcast on instagram thank you so much we can't wait to see all the cool cosplay at celebration back to you john all right so first i'm going to do something that i never do i don't like doing but i'm going to do it i want to thank these two right here because doing this podcast has been awesome and we're heading into an even funner funner more fun era and celebration and stuff and the fact that you know like yeah we're the podcast of star wars news then people probably think like oh they have all this like backing and producers and stuff we have like podcasts that are a lot smaller than us talk about like they have like interns and stuff it's the three of us that's it we just hear we we work we do our thing and uh the two you guys just work so hard and uh so thanks to thanks to you guys for making this so cool and so fun and i'm really excited to where we're headed you made um, me so nervous my hands are sweating <laughs> right. when you were like i'm gonna do something i don't like james and Lacey, i was like huh ah, and my well, hands that, i was kidding that, that part was i was kidding but um <laughs> oh my god that's so nice thank you thank you yes thank you also uh, james and i are really good at planning that's the other thing that john likes I'm that like an true. over planner for these guys, so they don't have to worry about a lot of stuff because I'm just I like the crazy. I don't know if James is the greatest planner either, if we're being Well, I said honest. I'm an over planner. James yeah. helped with tickets and hotel stuff. I'm saying yeah. I'm an over planner. So by the time we arrive, we have like an itinerary. Like I, that is how I am. So You're luckily I just do it. Less stressful, <laughs> I, yeah. I, If I know myself, I, <clears throat> I am a very good like idea planner like we should probably do this big picture kind of thing but as soon as it's like comes down to like well how are we actually going to make that happen sometimes that's where i'm like i don't i'm an executor i like Like, to execute plans john's the creative guy he's got the ideas (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) all right but we do want to say uh other thank yous too and we we can't be doing what we're doing now um, or, you know, what we have planned for this year, uh, cause we're looking to do a lot more shows and, and hopefully expand and go to other conventions as they open up and stuff. So a big thank you to our patrons, you know, James said at the top, uh, you can join us for two bucks a month at patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. It changes everything for us. Cause like I said, it's just the three of us that are doing this. Uh, we have, you know, other day jobs. We have families. You know, this is it. We put a lot of time into this, and it means a lot to us. But it really would be quite unrealistic to keep doing what we're doing at the pace we're doing it, and as we're trying to grow without our patrons. So, thank you very much. Special thank you to our generals: Carmelo, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Oliver Lewis, Frank Ronde, Darth Hurricane. I call him Darth Broccoli. 
John Charlton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Danny, Mike Ramori, Matt Heath, Double C Chris, Chris White, and Val Trichkoff, and our Spice Runners, the spiciest, Dave, David Propus, Neil Shaw, Kendall Gellner, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, Micah Harrison, Thomas Hennessy, and Andrew Staley. Uh, thank you all so much for your support and all of our patrons in the base. Uh, thank you. Thank you very, yeah. very much. Uh, make sure you're also going to StarWarsNewsNet.com for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Subscribe to TRB on your favorite audio podcast app. And also, of course, YouTube.com slash StarWarsNewsNet videos. Uh, we passed um, 7,500 not too long ago, and we have our eye on 8,000 subscribers. I know we're not the biggest Star Wars YouTube channel, but we're trying to grow, and we appreciate people checking us out there as well as your audio platforms. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey, writing and editing at Star Wars Newsnet, and I have my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies, also available on your favorite audio podcast apps. And we recently did The Godfather on Tuesday, if you want to check it out. Lacey. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin and find my preview slash initial thoughts on the lego star wars skywalker saga game on starwarsnewsnet.com james uh you can find me on twitter at myra trunks and on instagram at myra trunks <laughs> that's, that's that's called consistency folks yeah. um all right so we hope everyone has a wonderful weekend Hopefully the weather is nice as spring starts warming up. And we hope you're all well. And as always, we'll see you on Monday morning with another episode right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids. Bye.